Welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai. And today, guys, we're going to talk to my good friend, Jason Yerusi. Jason is the founder of Yerusi Holdings. His wife, Peely, was just on the podcast. They're a super couple, ultra couple, if you will. Um, he has acquired almost, what, a thousand plus multifamily units since 2017. He's an ultra marathoner, workout enthusiast, wakes up at 4.32. That's right, guys, 4.32 a.m. every morning ukulele prayer super dad i can go on and on but man let's just go straight to it jason welcome to the show my friend thank you for having me i appreciate this i know uh peely was on earlier so i'm sure she crushed it so i have a, I have a big road a big hill in front of me here today but excited to jump in what if you could reclaim hours of free time each week create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving md my name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Absolutely. Um, let's get right into it, man. Um, you seem to see use physical fitness and athletics and high performance to somehow fuel your life and business success. Can you can you unpack that for me? You know, I think I think the easiest way to say that is that uncertainty is never a good thing. And so many times, if people lead their lives on the uncertain approach and let the uncertainty almost trigger how everything happens in their life. And so it could be everything else. Like, like what time am I going to get up tomorrow? When am I going to eat today? Oh, what's the world news doing? Right? All these different things you think about make people unsettled, uncomfortable. And just you know, where I was years ago. The, the course of this is that you have to find a constant through line of, of where you want to go. And it can be the impetus, can be anything. And for me, it was, it was always that uh, Peely and I, you know, met as bartenders 20 something years ago, you know, less, a little less than that, but, but that was, we were working one part at night, at night, um, about a decade later, we, you know, we became a couple started having kiddos and, and the, the late night was never going to be part of the, part of the game. So we transitioned and to have kids where you're waking up when they're waking up, you know, the kids are going to be priority. And so when I started really putting in a process here is I was always active, always fit, always working out, but I needed to get to a pattern here 
where I could control the narrative on my day starting out, whether it be just when I wake up, what I eat, how I show up for the day, that allowed me to really make huge progressions in my life because it, it just cuts out all these things that you really don't need to think about. We get so caught up in these little things like, what am I going to wear today? Like, what am I need today? Where in fact, if you can take back that time and put it into things that are going to help propel your life forward, we, we can all get more time in our day. Yeah. Jason, let's talk about decision fatigue because I think that's what you're really um, uh, sort of highlighting here. Uh, why is decision fatigue so prevalent among all the high performers that me and you surround ourselves with and what's, and you've already talked about some of the solutions, but what's three practical solutions for our listeners right now that they can take away? Like why we need to figure out like how to identify decision fatigue and three strategies of how to over, over, overcome it right now. Yeah. So if you want to be a leader or help lead other forward, you have to be self-disciplined and accountable yourself. Right, we we can't we can't want accountability from others if we're not first giving that as as, as ourselves. Right, I usually find that a lot of people's disappointments. It's funny they'll be disappointed with someone for not showing up to say what they're going to do, but then them themselves are not filling that mission of actually showing up to say what they're going to do. And myself, I just knew that what we were doing, a lot of questions. There's always a lot of piece of the puzzle where other people are always looking for you from for guidance. And if I cannot guide myself forward, how am I going to be a benefit to them and how I'm going to be active to be able to do that? So I just took out the piece of the puzzle that really can be easy. What time am I going to get up every morning? Just get up. And every day is not going to be perfect. I'm not going to feel perfect every day. I'm not going to feel like getting up. Every day, get up, have a glass of water, drink coffee, meditate, work out. Then it's time for my kids to get them off from school. And Peely will then take her time. To, to now plan out her day. And if I can do that in, in a mix here, think about how much has just been decided right there that typically could be 20, 30, 40 minutes of people's days each day. And I pretty much eat the same pattern of that. So it's cut down on the indecision, make a clear path forward. Now, are you gonna be perfect every day? No, but if you can start stacking more wins than losses and keep building in that pattern, what do you think you can do with the rest of your life where you can put your attention onto things that actually will be critical in your day. We all have things come up that, that are bigger decisions, but if everything is a decision every day, well, how are we gonna warrant to give that the appropriate time to make a solid decision when you need to make a decision? Yes, uh, and I, I, wanna, I wanna stack on what you're saying. So guys, uh, you know, the, a lot of the high performers uh, that you know, uh, I, I, I've learned from, they wear the same clothes every day. So I have like three Under Armour tops and then three jogging suits and that's it. That's what I wear every morning. Uh, I have a morning routine as well, similar to Jason. Like I get up at 4.45. I, I, I allow myself a little more sleep than Jason. So I'm a 4.45er. I've been doing that for a decade and a half. Has really made an yep. instrumental difference in my life. Uh, on top of that, I have my athletic greens in the morning. I drink my water. Um, you know, uh, I, I get a workout in. I do some meditation. But this is the, have you noticed the there's a commonality, there's a theme among all these people. Like why does Mark Zuckerberg always wear that same color shirt? Why did, why did Steve Jobs usually wear that black turtleneck? You know, everyone starts to, if you, if you get rid of the, the silly decisions and use your decision currency for the big decisions, you're going to make much major progress. And, and I'm glad Jason sort of highlighted his morning routine. Cause I was going to ask about that. So now 
Let's take all of this. You're stacking success, success, success. These micro wins every morning. You're creating this, um, you know, this momentum, and and you've used it for things. You've done. You've done. You have entrepreneurial ventures with your coaching, um, and then you have your real estate companies, and then obviously your family. Tell me about coaching first. How did you get started in coaching? Why? What made you want to be a coach? It's been a part where we've been in a lot of positions that we can help people propel forward. But at a certain point, you become the bottleneck if you can only, if you do start doing it one-on-one or other points because there's only so much of your time, right? And so we ended up forming a mastermind, which has been hugely beneficial. We have over 50 businesses in it now where we coach multifamily. And that's been incredible because we've been able to use our superpowers. We teamed up with a friend, a network of us who runs very successful masterminds. They handle and help us put together all the back office. So now it's a perfect world where we can help more people to get to the point to make strong decisions and create a clear direction for where they want to go in their multifamily journey. Because typically coaching, just acceleration, getting out of the gate. It's usually led by by telling people that they don't need to have it all figured out. They don't need to figure out how to get to the top of Mount Everest all within one jump. You have to figure out what is that first actionable step I need to take because that's going to empower you to take that step and then figure out the next question because we don't have all the answers to where we need to get to, right? So if, if for someone listening, if you've you know never, um, think of anything, if you've never run a hundred miles, never made a million dollars, never um, uh, you know found the love of your life. If, so you don't know all the steps it's gonna take to, to do that because you've never done it. And if you've never done it, how, how can you figure that all out from out of the gate? The path is gonna be uncharted. And when you can have others around you that can help you guide that path, but most notably in, empower you to take that first step that's where coaching becomes a, a massive step in people's life. Getting yourself out of the gate, taking that action and uncovering that the worst hasn't happened. We, we come from that mindset of where, where the worst comes from most people's mind before the best, right? So, so if you take a step, the worst possible thing, thing in the world could happen, right? That's what your mind thinks. But we forget that if we're going to give credence, the worst, like the one-tenth of one-tenth could potentially happen. That could be the worst thing. Well, then if that can happen, if you're going to give credence to that, then you have to give it to the best thing too, right? You have to say on the other side, well, then the one-tenth of one-tenth of the best thing in the world could happen, right? And when you start thinking that level and not always seeing it, well, the worst case scenario is, so I'm going to stay in a position right now where I just, I, I'm comfortable. I don't like it, but it's, it, it feels safer than me going out to try it. When you understand that that first step will empower you forward to know that there's more possibility out there. You, you just see people transform. Yeah, so let's so let's talk about this, this discomfort. Um, you know, uh, it's a common pattern I see among top entrepreneurs and, and high performers in the world. Um, what do you do to keep yourself uncomfortable? And I don't think you do it intentionally, but there's you, you sort of dwell in discomfort as I do, because you know where there's discomfort, there's change, where there's change, there's growth, and where there's growth, there's progress, and progress yeah. is ha- equals happiness. So let's talk about the discomfort that you consistently put yourself through to grow. Yeah, could be everything from getting up early every day to running every day to making myself where part of my shower it could be a cold shower to sleeping on the floor at night just to just to change up the narrative. Right, we get so easily set in just the way things are that we assume that that our, we should have that feeling in everything we're doing, right? But, but if you think of anything like the, the butterfly, all these other things that have to go through these stressors to be able to get to the greatness they are, why should we think that comfort is the goal to, to us getting to where we want to go? 
It would be silly to think that, because, but most of us, we search for the comfort and then we're not happy where we are. So, okay, what, what seems to be the conclusion here? That stress, and, and it put on in a good way and put in, in a practical way to, to just make you stronger in your efforts forward is going to lead you to more and more success. Because typically, if you think, anyone can think back, something that, that you presumed bad five years ago, well, you probably can't even remember it because at the moment you thought it was like life ending, right? Like you think of all in this kid, right? You have all these things that happen as a kid. You think it's the end of the world, right? Well, it wasn't because you're still here listening today. But in fact, at that moment you thought, but now today, if that same event happened, it would be a blip on the radar, right? Because you, you've now progressed these five years, 10 years, 15 years forward, and your mind has allowed you to understand the possibilities out there and where things don't have an end cap, right? They can be endless based on how you just continue to show up each day. So Jason, what is your superpower? And even more importantly, I think my listeners want to know what's the dark side to that superpower? You know, um, I, I am insistent in a part that if I think there's a yes out there, I'm going to go to find it, right? There's the easy thing, like you think of anything, like call up a government office that you're going to, the first person's going to tell you no. And the no might be that just don't want to do the work or they, they just don't know because they're not empowered to be in that spot. But I will push that angle to get to the answer I think exists or find out why it doesn't exist. And the, on the same note, I, I'm constantly moving forward. And to the dark side of that is that you're not, if you, if you, I believe that everybody else is moving at that same pace as you, you put implied pressure on other people, right? And you, you have to put them in their best suit to win. So you can't assume that how I'm going to do this is going to be best for everybody else. And so being patiently aggressive, I think would be the best way to, to, to state how I look to operate, where I'm going to continue moving forward. But I have to understand there's certain patience that has to be parlayed out there so others can take in. And simple thing is um, I, I, I talk fast, move fast from the East Coast. I have a Hawaiian wife who Hawaiian time is a real thing, right? She's very engaged, very active. We're very active. We, we've come to a part that I've realized that I, I would ask her a question and I'm sure we've all been there. And then I would answer the question because I, my mind's moving, I'm ready. And I'm not giving her the time to reflect on the question and answer appropriately because I'm assuming I know the answer, right? And like anybody can know that's not a good partnership, you know, a good relationship. So I had to make sure I could take that deep breath and allow her because every time she answers is better than what I thought was the answer. But if I'm moving at such a pace and not giving her her time to shine how she operates, then nothing is going to work accordingly. You know, we're both in the, uh, in the real estate industry and, and Jason, uh, there's a lot of advice that's being dished out. What's a piece of advice that's not very good or that's actually bad advice that you found that you have to maybe constantly help uh, re-coach some of your clients or, other, or, or just sort of ignore as you go move forward in your ladder of success? You know, how you show up is everything, right? So typically people are worried that when they're starting into a space, they need to lie about themselves, right? But honestly, your, your, your novice angle of, of not knowing empowers you, right? We never, most people don't want to ask the question because they don't want to look like being silly. So when you're a new investor, especially in the multifamily space, that you want to act like you know all the answers here and it puts you in a place where it, it can get you in trouble. 
And we have a lot of people who move or, you know, maybe half the people in the mastermind are ones that are in the flipping world or wholesaling world um, that are now moving into the multifamily space. And um, the, the, the concept that if you find a deal, the money, money will be there, the money will come, um, maybe, but you're also putting your investors in a tough spot here because you haven't put out to the investors who you are, right? So typically you could put yourself in a bad light because you're not in a good position to have the capital ready to go there and buy the investment, especially on these larger opportunities compared to a single family space. Um, you're also putting your investors in a tough spot because you, you, you're now going to be pressured to get money where you're not giving them the right opportunity to have their moment to shine by seeing if this is a good investment for them. That's awesome, man. I love, I love how you thought about that. And like, you know, a lot of people say just, you know, act as if, but I think uh, you should also come in with your authentic self and, yeah. and, you know, know what you know, know what you don't know, and then partner or, or do other things to lend credibility versus sort of fronting like you, like you, like you know what you're talking about if you're a novice. Yeah, the fake it till you make it thing is is real. People will empower themselves to do it. Now, mentally, if if you're you're not a millionaire or you know billionaire, you you can start putting in steps like others do, just like we talked about earlier, right? Cutting down on your questions and start, and that that's faking empowering yourself to get to the steps to be there. But going out there, you know, stating you are or you're not, you know, that that just puts you in a place where where you're not creating consistent action and you're not showing reliability, right? So give yourself the empowerment to know the possibilities of what you can do, and then putting yourself in the best position to take actions to get there. I want to uh, sort of pivot here a little bit, Jason. Um, again, our, our our podcast is Freedom, Wealth, and Human Optimization. I want to go to the human optimization part. I, I admire you because you've optimized your body. I mean. I'm assuming you're in your 40s. Is that right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your 40s, but would you say you're in some of the best physical shape of your life you've ever been? I haven't done too much getting out of shape, believe it or not. Right. Oh, okay. And so, so you've so, maintained it. Yeah. You've maintained and, it. Would you say you're even increasing it potentially, right? I am. It, it becomes easier. You, you find different ways. I mean, there's certain yeah. things in life like, just eating patterns and other things that, yeah. that you can see the effect. And especially when you, as you continue to, to grow and, and grow older, you know so, how different things don't react well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, a lot of my listeners are in their forties and fifties. What are some of the top three to four techniques that they can do to stay strong, physically fit, vital, healthy, anti-age longevity and optimize? So I'll say a couple that, um, and some I've just actually started and never done before. Um, meditation is, is a missed piece of it, right? To, to slow down our mind, to give our mind more parts of the, of the puzzle, easy to say to do, hard to do, right? The, the controlling distractions, you can put the right time in it. And just having a clear workout where you can find different stressors on your, on your workout is also empowered. I, I do a lot of kettlebells and a lot of running. So movement exercises that can create strength, right? Most of the time when someone gets older, let's talk 60s, 70s, 80s, like where's usually the problem that creates more problems? Oh, they fall down because they're now brittle and they break a hip, right? Because they haven't kept mobile. And, and so your mobility as it begins to limit off, well, you have to continue to find ways to strengthen your mobility. And I found great kettlebell movements, kettlebell exercises empower a lot of different movements of parts together that can keep you strong, right? Keep you strong. And then Past that, drinking a lot of water every day is also a good thing. And then lastly, I just, I really just started stretching. I didn't stretch since I played football in college. 
right? And I just have started stretching and it, it makes a lot of difference because I, I, I'm just kind of sore all the time in different ways, just in terms of just constantly pushing, pushing my body. So I wake up in sore patterns. And especially when I was running, you know, I ran a couple thousand miles one year, um, you know, my, my, my Achilles, I was just sore. Right. And I don't know how else to say it. And, and then that front, I just was working out, but now stretching has created this whole different dynamic uh, of why, why I feel better each day, because I'm just giving my muscles more ability to recover and, and just take on the additional load I put upon it. Yeah, I love that. You know, it reminds me of, you know, I was reading uh, David Goggins' book, um, You Can't Hurt Me, which guys, Limitless listeners, please, that's a, it's, it's one of the books that has been instrumental. And if you read it, you'll never be the same. But one of the yeah. things he talks about, I mean, he's, he, this guy went from not running at all to becoming an ultra marathoner, similar to Jason. And he says, man, like stretching is his new thing. Like he, if he doesn't stretch, uh, there's no point in running because he'll tear up muscles and uh, tear up fibers. So uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, flexibility and stretching out there. There's an app called The Ready State by a person named Kelly Starrett. It's the number one mobility coach in the world. You may want to uh, download that app. Um, very, very improvement. But I really believe in you know, high intensity interval training or cardio, um, strength training, and then flexibility training. And so I'm glad Jason, you brought that up because it's not as, as well known. And, you know, your hundred mile mindset, not just for multifamily investing, but for life, can you sort of discuss and share with our listeners that this powerful idea you've come up with and, and why it's sort of sort of forged the person you are? It, most of what we don't do is because we're scared to get started, right? And so you can think about anything in your life. I'm, I'm scared to get started. It could be going out there, buying a home, could be running 100 miles, could be going out there, searching for that perfect someone, going out there, buying, you know, 20, 50, $100 million apartment building. You're scared. You're scared of that. And usually what's empowers you to feel better about things, knowing more of the information. And when we think of the big piece, it scares us so much because we haven't empowered us to know any of the details. Like, I want to go climb Mount Everest, right? Okay, great. But I, oh, it's just so scary. Well, why? Right. And you think back, well, what are some of these pieces that can help us discover more of what would be a, a mission to do this, right? Do you even know what country it's in? Let's start there, right? And so maybe you don't even know, right? Um, do you know what kind of um, terrain it is? Do you know, is there a guide you could look up? That, that Is there a, someone else who's done this? That you can go read their tales, read their stories about it. Can you empower yourself to know more? And what I found through running uh, ultra marathons, so my first 100-mile race, well, I've never run 100 miles. So if I was to think out at mile one, oh man, I got to run hundred miles today. Well, of course it's going to tell me, well, I should just stop now. That's, that's impossible. You've never done it, right? So your mind is going to say, stop, stop, stop. But if you start breaking this into actionable pieces, right? So get out of the gate. Let me just run to the first strength station. Okay, that's five miles down. Okay, all right, I got there. Okay, okay, let me just figure it out from here, right? Well, let me just run to the next one. Well, I'm at 10 miles. Well, let me just let me run to the next one. And it, when you get to that part here, let me just figure it out. And you can think of every single part of your life is that when you want to stop, well, what if you just don't, don't worry about getting to the goal. What about getting to that next step? And then, then if you get there and you still want to stop, okay, you can think about it. But if you get there and you say, okay, well, this wasn't so bad. Maybe you just get to the next one and just figure it out from there. And I found doing this when I'm running, get to, you know, 25, 50 miles in, and maybe it's, maybe I just need to run another hundred, hundred feet. Maybe I need to run another 
500 feet. Maybe I get to the bridge or get to the tree. Well, let me just get to that next step and just figure it out. And I'll, I'll go from there and see how to take that next piece forward. Because you may find that through that process, for what's worked so far, make it completely thrown out the window. So my, my first ultra marathon, I thought was the perfect path forward that I would get out there, you know, run all the uphills, keep my feet dry, right? Of course, I didn't look at the map of, of any of the trail, you know, I just simply don't. I just went out there and started doing it. So third mile in, the, the hill is too steep to run. I'm up in like Ithaca, like in, the, in like the, the mountains, right? The fourth mile in was the first of four rivers I need to cross. So, so my two goals by mile four were run the uphill, but wasn't possible. And now, okay, boom, keep my feet dry. So my entire plan went out the window. And if I, if I was at the point here where I wasn't thinking forward, that could have just blown up everything for the day because now I have, you know, 15 hours left of running out there and we have to now figure it out. So new plan was no plan. Get to that next step and figure it out. So as you get to that part here, you think about it. I get to 75 miles. Okay, maybe I just have to run to the bridge. I get to 80 miles. Let me just run to the tree. I get to 90 miles. It's 100 steps. Let me just see where I get. Turn around. I'm at 100 miles. I've reached my goal. And my goal has been a series of small actual steps to many accomplishments and pivotal points that continued me along the journey. And nor was it, it wasn't a perfect path. It wasn't a perfect line. It was one hundred miles done in 27 different steps. Yeah, that's it. The, the milestoning. I, I love that, Jason. And, uh, and, and sometimes you do have to look back and say, man, how far have I really come? Because, yeah. you know, we as entrepreneurs like, oh, I'm still not there. I'm still not there. And even when we get there, we don't even pride ourselves in the journey we just did. We just go for the next goal. It's the celebrations of, of every progress you've made. And then reflecting back at the distance you've covered, all of that really seeds into the gratefulness, the gratitude, the appreciation, and the excitement for what's what's happening and where you're going. And look, I get it that you want to keep accomplishing goals, but uh, you know, as Ed Milet says, this blissful dissatisfaction is really what what we need to have. So thanks for sharing that, Jason. I can see how you know um, this kind of methodology will help entrepreneurs, help doctors, help people who are trying to take down big things, like they want to start companies, they want to you know buy real estate, they want to start entrepreneurships, but it seems so daunting. But using this 100 mile methodology, you've just clearly laid out is like, all right, what are the, the mini milestones of micro wins? How do I segment out this whole big enchilada and just take one bite at a time? So I love it. 100%. So, so uh, let's do this, man. Let's let's talk about, um, you know, what are the maybe the top three books or, or, or tactics that you've used when you're feeling down or out or sort of, you know, you, you're feeling like you don't have that, the, the, the gusto to keep going. What, what inspires you sometimes? One, just get up and get moving. It, it's hard to, to just, if you're lying down, you're in a prone state, you're feeling weak, you're feeling down, you're giving yourself moments. Um, two would be, it's okay to give yourself a moment to say, okay, that wasn't great, but that, that's not your day, right? So three would be start thinking about all the things that are great because you can't, typically do this, you can't do the same thing at the same time. You can't think of horribleness and greatness at the same time, right? So if you think of all the great things, like my kids are healthy here, you know, I, I, like perfect, right? So that the worst case scenario, my kids are healthy, right? So you think about that where you're not letting yourself stay into this weak prone position, you get up and move. And that could be anything. It could be going for a walk, it could be going outside in the sun, it could be doing a workout, it could be just being active in what you're doing and not sitting there soaking. Two, Give yourself a moment, a short moment, 
right? To, to just say, hmm, that wasn't great. But is there a lesson there? And pushing it forward, right? And then three, thinking about the greatness um, that, that you have in your life, right? Like the greatness that exists out there that gives you all the power you need to just get up and go, right? Because guess what? Something else great is not going to happen again. So, so stop thinking like that, that everything just like this is the one pinnacle moment. It's not. There'll be worse things and you will not be alone in facing this feeling. So let's go forward and just find better things. Jason, let me ask you a question. Who's, 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 who's a mentor of yours that you want to share with the audience? And number two, what's the book you're reading right now? Uh, so all the book I just finished yesterday was Gary V's 12 and a half, talking about like 12 and a half different emotions. <clears throat> that was very good. And mentor, you, you find it in so many different ways, right? So, so I, I would say there, there's mentorship all around. There wouldn't be a direct person I put on there, but it's always who you're looking at. So, I mean, even like a book you read, like Gary V could be a mentor, just like how he's, how he's taken, you know, moving here, family moving here from Russia, you know, starting out with nothing, moving into an environment where he found different ways to win. Like, like you look, you can find mentorship in books. You can find mentorship online. You can find mentorship in, in other pieces of the puzzle. Um, we've had a number of mentors along the way that have helped life, business, minds, and it may even just be that one thing, right? I remember um, someone said to me years ago, right? Something bad happened and they said, this too shall pass. And that's just what I need to hear at the moment because guess what it did, right? You thought the world was going to over. Well, here I am today. It did pass. That's awesome, man. What impact do you want to have on the world, Jason? It's... More that the more people I can help <clears throat> take action and rise themselves up that can help others, that's everything, right? So it's one thing that you can go there and do yourself, but if you can't do to provide others with the impact to be able to, to do for themselves, then, then why are you doing? And typically, I, I read something the other day where if, if you're not actively moving towards your goals, it's because your why is not big enough. Right. And, and that's true to a lot of things. Powerful. Are you living your goals? Or are you living somebody else's? That's awesome. And, you know, I'm sure you've excited my audience. They're probably wanting to know more and more about you. What's uh, I think you have an event you want to talk about. Please talk about the event and and how do they get a hold of you? And get Sure. <clears throat> well, Vic, always love talking to you. Do so many awesome things. Thank you. Uh, Yarusi Holdings, Y-A-R-U-S-I Holdings.com. You can find out about us, our investment firm. Uh, of course, our mastermind. And within our mastermind, we have a annual event. Um, this will be our first in person. Last year, of course, was virtual. Had a huge turnout. This year, it's going to be in Nashville, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Opryland Hotel, which is a oh, fantastic wow. location, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, all about multifamily called Multifamily Live. You can go over to the website, of course, I put there or directly to multifamilyliveevent.com. That's great, guys. Uh, it's all being the show notes. Jason, thank you so much, man. And keep crushing it. And to all my listeners, guys, keep staying phenomenal. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.